Clients on Demand teaches coaches, service providers, and thought leaders how to attract the right clients at the right price anytime they want. This podcast is about answering one question. How can you build a sustainable seven or eight figure business that changes the world and gets results for clients without sacrificing your freedom? If you want to know the answer, you're in the right place. All this information is 100% free, so please subscribe to and review our podcast. Hey, everybody. What's going on? It's Russ. Welcome to today's show. And as you can see, today we are going to be talking about how to create a referral army. Now, I'm joined today by the amazing, the wonderful Mark Von Muser, who's our director of sales here at Clients On Demand. And uh, if you guys have been following us for a while, this topic might be a little bit strange to you because you're like, Russ, you know, you guys at Clients On Demand, you're all about cold traffic. You're all about how do you run ads on Facebook and Twitter and social media and turn those people into high paying clients, uh, you know, in, in, in less than like 24 to 48 hours. So you're all about cold traffic. And, and that's absolutely right. We are. But the honest truth is, referrals can also be a fantastic source of just extra money in your business. So the wrong way to think about referrals is to think, well, if if I'm doing a good job, then I don't need to do marketing because my clients are going to refer me business and they're going to send me all the business I could ever need. And so I'm not going to do any advertising. I'm not going to do any marketing. I'm just going to sit there and just let my clients send me more business. That is a huge mistake because if you do that, you are always dependent on other people to grow your business. And if your clients, for whatever reason, don't refer you people that particular week or that particular month, guess what? You don't get to eat. But if you do have some of the other things we've talked about where you have a successful funnel and it's working great and you're bringing in new clients and you're bringing them in at the prices that you want and and and, and all this other great stuff is happening then having referrals on the back end of that are a fantastic way to maximize your income and maximize your profits because it's basically just free money. It's more clients coming in the door that you don't have to advertise for, that you don't have to pay for. So we just wanted to make it clear before we get into this topic today that if you are building your business just on referrals, you're really building on sand and you, you, you have almost no control in your business. You can't scale, you can't grow because you're just depending on your clients to send you referrals. And for again, for whatever reason, if they don't do that, you've got problems. But if you have a, a funnel that's working for you successfully, where you're consistently attracting the clients that you want, then it makes all the sense in the world to try to think about, okay, well, how can I now begin to attract more referrals? Because that's just gravy. It's just the cherry on top of the sundae. So that's what we're going to talk about today. I just wanted to put this in perspective for you guys so you don't think that we're saying all you need to do is referrals because that's the opposite of what we're saying. But if you've got a funnel that's working, referrals can take it to the next level. Yeah. And I, guys, I love referrals, but I'm also not going to sugarcoat it like Russ was just saying. Um, there is so many myths out there in referrals and there are companies out there telling you to do it. And I've watched company and business owner after business owner lose their business. You can't scale it if you don't know if you build it all on, like you said, building a house on sand. So this is a very, very important topic, guys. And I'm really excited that we get to break it down. So first of all, before we get into this, guys, go ahead and give us some love in the comments. Go ahead and say hi. It's good to see who's here. So Jason's here. Robert's here. Fantastic, guys. Let's see, we got we got more and more people coming in right now. So that's great. Um, all right, superstars. So let's let's just go ahead and and dive into this. So so Mark, why is this why why is it so important for for people to build that referral business? 
It's it's that's a really great question, and there's a lot of things too. And and the the obvious high level answers. Number one, it helps you massively, effectively, and efficiently scale your business, increase your income and your impact massively quickly. So you know that Russ, you talk about energy is contagious. Well, if you take this back a step and you start looking at what a lot of these people do, you can take your business to an entirely new level. And it's going to magnify what you're doing right, or it's going to magnify what you're doing wrong. And so if you're doing business in an ethical way and you're doing a lot of stuff and you're over delivering for people, then you're going to set the foundation to build it. The other second reason why I love it is that you're going to, once you know how to do this properly, you can actually get significantly better people on the phone that are pre-qualified, ready to sell because the other referrers are doing a lot of the heavy lifting. Very much like, you know, our webinar does, but they're really good, these, these people to speak to. So they have a very high enrollment rate. Third reason is that pipelines are ongoing. When you find somebody who that you over delivered for them up front, you gave them a great experience. And then all of a sudden they are so appreciative. They're saying, hey, Russ, thank you so much. You changed our life. Hey, here's someone else. I've already talked to them. Well, they might give you one or two or three this month. And then again, if you know how to handle that person and say thank you and do certain things next month, they might give you one or two. And next month after that, they might give you one or two or three. So you're actually creating long-term relationships and pipelines. And so what you talked about guys is think of it's a referral army. If you understand this, what if you got one person a month in one year, you'd have 12 people as you're a quote unquote sales team in two years, you'd have 24 people out there talking about how great you are. So there's a leverage component here, which I love. So that's really why it's so important. The other reason, the final reason is I believe it's the ultimate sales advantage in the marketplace. I believe that businesses are changing and people are now trusting, you know, what their best friend told them or someone else who got great success. And if you did it right, you're going to get those referrals if you know how to do it. So there are so many reasons why it matters. And, you know, to me, it kind of feels like a multiplier of everything. When you do it the right way and then you match up a good referral process and structure with it, all of a sudden you watch your business scale and scale quickly. Um, Absolutely. So, so that's, right, those so would be of, the big reasons. A bunch of other people saying, hi, Mark. Jen is here. Lisa's here. Leah's here. Robert's here. Tanya says Tanya. Tanya's in the house. So that's great. As long as Tanya's in the house, we can do the show. And she's um, down under too. She's in Australia. So oh, I want to give her a big God, shout out. God knows what time it is there. It's like three o'clock <laughs> in the afternoon next week sometime. Exactly. Um, cool. So, so guys, look, I mean, what's great about this is that at Clients on Demand, we actually pulled the numbers on this. And I think we did something like $2 million in referral sales last year. And that's $2 million that like didn't really cost us any money. I don't have to spend money on advertising to generate those leads. You have to generate the initial lead, of course, and you have to enroll the initial client. But as they're sending you their friends and sending you their friends, it's like, it's like this, this nonstop source of revenue. And those leads that they send you are even higher quality than what you could produce with your own funnel because it's endorsed traffic. And it's not endorsed in a in a in a way like people do with launches where it's like, "Oh, this is my friend and I'm going to go ahead and mail for his product because I like him and he's going to scratch my back and I'm going to scratch his." No, this is this is the real deal. It's a it's a real authentic recommendation from someone who went through your program and got an incredible result or had an incredible experience and now they can't wait to tell their friends about it. That is the best kind of prospect you'll ever want to talk to in, in your entire career. Someone that knows, likes, and trusts someone that you've already worked with. And that person went back and said, hey, you know what? You got to work with these guys. They're phenomenal. So we actually were able to generate 
$2 million in extra revenue last year just from our referral business. And I'm not even sure what it is this year. It's probably even more than that. Mm -hmm. it, it, I love this too, because it's also a confirmation about how good you're doing with the clients that trusted you the first time. And it keeps you, I don't want to say keeps you honest, but it's really exciting when somebody that you help transform their life. And then, and if you know how to do it and you're getting referrals from those, and then you, it's almost like you get to keep paying it forward. Then they say, thank you because you loved and served their friends. And then now all of a sudden they have a win-win with their friend going, thank you for helping me with this. This one is, was legit. Um, it's, I love them. I really do. But you, you said something I have never heard any other company. And I know some very big companies who are perpetuating this myth to build it referral only. It's not true. You said, again, it is not the foundation that you want to build your business on. That's really important. People that are selling that, it, I've seen the backend data on some of those companies and it is not what they promised. And if you do it, what you're talking about, Russ, it is so important. We'll get to that about how to do it. But if you understand that you need something up front and then you love those people, you have a proven structure up front on the back end is when you're going to get those if you know how to do it. But I've, I've watched companies lose it all because they thought they tried to do this. And your point about, oh, I did such a good job for these people. They're going to want to give me referrals. But they forgot that this person has a life. They have their own challenges. They also realize that some other people don't know how to ask for referrals. And then the third one is they might give you people that are not a fit because you didn't know how to train them. And so there's so many other aspects to it. But once you get it dialed in and you know how to do it, it keeps you in integrity and authentic on the front end when you under promise over deliver and you give a massive, a great experience, and then you know how to enroll, uh, enroll them in a referral process. It works for everybody. It's a really, really important thing. And in today's competitive marketplace, it's, I think it's one of the ultimate unique advantages. So, okay. So let me ask you this then, why do most people not get referrals in this space? Most most of the people that we know, they, they don't get a lot of referrals. If you go and dig deep into the mm -hmm. metrics, it just doesn't happen. So so why is this such a big problem for people? It, it, no, very few of them will ever admit it. But the truth is, and again, I actually did my master's thesis uh, working on a business that was specifically just referrals. So I had a lot of back end information about what the what the clients were really getting. And what I noticed, because it's a great question, why do most not do it? And there's a couple of reasons. Number one, like I said, it will expose the client experience. Mm. What do I mean by that? So let's say I invite you in and I use those old fashioned, outdated car sales or high pressure sales and I treated you like shit, but I got a credit card and I'm celebrating, but you didn't feel good. The, the enrollment process felt like pressure and it was inauthentic and it wasn't, I didn't hear you. Then when I go to it and then they want to give you, Hey, give me referrals. Hell no, you're not going to turn me over to your dad. You're not going to give me your good referrals under any circumstances. And most businesses will not admit that their sales process was inauthentic, high pressure and ineffective. And that right there will pretty much kill any referral basis right there. Because I don't know about you, but this is why timeshare referrals never work. And they have spent millions trying to figure out how to get them to work. Give us a list. What do people do? They open up a phone book. They open up the jerks on their phone that, you know, the, the exes and people they want to kind of screw with. And that's kind of what they do with it. And so that's the first one, though, is that it's kind of a reflection of, of the client experience, you know, and there well, was it's absolutely saying, it's absolutely a reflection of the client experience. So the question that that you guys need to ask yourselves when you're thinking about this is 
what is your sales process like? So not just a question of is it effective or is it ineffective? Because that's that's that really doesn't matter as much. Because look, you can you can bully people and browbeat people into saying yes. And there's a lot of old school sales tactics that work. And if you define work as get people to pull out their credit card and give you money, sure, yeah, they work. But what kind of relationship is being created there? Is it a mm-hmm. healthy relationship where the person feels like you have their best interests at heart? Or are they handing you that credit card and the moment you process that payment, the regret is just descending on their head so that immediately they start to feel terrible about the decision that they've made? That's really the question. And I see a lot of people teaching a lot of high pressure nonsense that yes, it works to get the credit card. And, and, mm-hmm. and you could browbeat people into giving you that credit card, but what kind of relationship is it setting up? Is it setting up a proper relationship where they they feel taken care of and listened to and heard, where they're going to come into your programs and be a fantastic client and tell the world about you? Or is it setting up a relationship where they're sort of begrudgingly going yep. into your programs, feeling bad about the choice that they've made, feeling ashamed that you were able to pressure them into buying something? So that's really the key, guys. Is is and and the way that you'll find that out. First of all, is in your refund rate, and are people asking mm-hmm. for their money back, and are you getting a lot of buyer's remorse? Obviously, those are big red flags. But if you're looking at your client base, and you can't get anybody to refer you anybody, and you don't have people referring you people every day, the first thing you want to look at is your sales process. Is the sales process setting up a healthy relationship, or is it setting up a negative relationship? It's a big it's question. A bi- it's a big question, and and that requires a sense of authenticity and honesty to look at your business and look at it from your client's viewpoint, not your own. CEOs always want to believe their product and their company is the best on the planet, but do the clients agree with that? And so that's part of it. The other one is that people overpromise and underdeliver. So they came in, doesn't matter whether it was weight loss or if it, if it was getting shape and they had all these great promises, but then did the, the, the rubber meet the road when they got in the program? Um, you had talked about a big mastermind you joined. It was very expensive and made all these big promises. And then when they were in there and you said, Hey, what about this? And then three days later you got a text. I don't know. I don't do that. Yeah. And little things like that. And that sets up the experience like, Oh, there's no way you would refer other people to be experienced that now you learned from it and you grew, but the most people out there are doing that. The, the other big reason why most people don't have it is the focus of the referral program is for me. The referral program needs to be focused on the client and the client's friends. And everyone else is like, give me referrals. It's part of my job. I need to get three referrals or give me two referrals. So I'm getting what I want, but you, the consumer, the client or the refer, what are you getting? Maybe a promise of some bonus, maybe a promise of some kind of gift. But I know that if I go ahead and it was about that, do I really want my my financial advisor to call me going, what the hell did you do? Why are you giving out my number? I don't want that even for a free, you know, whatever. So the focus is of most people's referral programs is about me, 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 me. Clients will feel that. And then the third one, which is the execution and the strategy. The third one is they just don't know how to do it. Yeah. They don't know how to ask. They don't know how to train people and and tell them what is and is not a good referral. They also don't do it uh, consistently enough. And the most important, they do it at the wrong time. So there is a way to do it. And most people violate every one. So even if their heart was in the right place, if you don't understand the structure, just like what you teach in COD, if you don't understand the structure, it's not a shock that people can't get referrals. 
Yeah. Uh, so I want to. We're going to get into the how in just a second, guys. But I want to sort of put a frame around this idea of client happiness, because creating client happiness, you know, to me, it means something very, very different from a coach for a coaching company than it does for maybe like a hotel, right? So let's just take a look at like the Ritz Carlton or the the Four Seasons or the Peninsula. These great hotel chains. Their job, in a way, is really simple. Just keep everybody happy, show everybody a good time, make sure people show up. They have a, you know, they have a great experience. They have a great vacation. They go on their way, and so everything about that is just designed to facilitate your happiness, make you happy, make you happy, make you happy. Now, if you're running a coaching company, that's actually, in my opinion, the wrong way to look at it. You want to make people happy, yes, but is that your number one priority? No, your number one priority is to create great outcomes for your clients. And that's very different. That's very different because you it's, it's actually a lot more difficult because you have to keep people happy, but you have to keep people happy within the context of creating great outcomes for them. And that can be tough because sometimes creating great outcomes for people means telling them stuff that they don't necessarily want to hear. You may have someone come into their come into your program that thinks that their offer is fantastic or thinks that their webinar is amazing or that their branding is beautiful or whatever it might be. And it's your job to take a step back and say, oh, you know, actually, hold on a second. It's not as effective as you think it is. The data doesn't support that. You know, you might you might love this webinar, but it isn't converting. Let's do it a different way. And sometimes people do not want to hear that. But nevertheless, it is your responsibility to tell them the truth in a loving way so that they understand that you have their best interests at heart. And this goes back to what Mark was talking about before, is fundamentally how have you oriented yourself in the world? Have you oriented yourself in a way that's designed to gratify you or in a way that's designed to serve other people? Because if, you've, if your number one priority is to gratify yourself and you come up and you tell people stuff that they don't want to hear, they're going to immediately mistrust you, right? They're going to feel like, well, you're telling me this just to manipulate me. And that's how I felt in other masterminds in the past. I felt that I wasn't the top priority. And so and, and, and so when someone told me something, it made me take everything they told me with a grain of salt going like, well, are they telling me this because it's true? Or are they telling me this because they just are lazy and don't want to, don't want to help me get results? And it's a shame that I had to ask that question, but it was just obvious that that was the vibe that was being put out. Whereas if you're doing this correctly and you're, you're, or the way you're orienting yourself with your clients is to focus on them and to focus on getting them the outcome, then you can tell them stuff that is unpleasant. You can tell them stuff that is hard to hear and they're going to appreciate it and they're going to thank you for your honesty because they understand that you are the top priority. So probably the best example that I can give of this is the difference between a hotel, like, like a hotel keeping people happy and a doctor keeping people happy. A hotel, again, come in, have, have a great experience, show them a good time, make sure they have a fantastic, a fantastic time and that they leave with a smile on their face. A doctor is a different story. A doctor has to make you 100% assured that he is looking out for you so that if he has to give you a diagnosis, it's very tough for you to hear. Or if he has to tell you, hey, you know what? We, we ran the test and if you don't quit smoking, you're going to be dead in six months. A doctor can tell you stuff like that without breaking that relationship because you understand he's not telling you that because he wants to sell you some anti, you know, some, some quit smoking program. He's telling you that because it's the truth. And if you don't, you're going to die. So it's the same relationship that gets set up with coaches where your clients need to understand that their results and their well-being are priority one. And everything in your marketing and everything in your sales and everything in your programs are going to be 100% subservient to that. 
You're not going to tell them what they want to hear. You're not going to take the easy way out. You're not going to be afraid to have a tough conversation because that doesn't serve the client. And when you orient everything in your business about helping your clients get results, just like a good doctor orients everything in his business about helping his clients get well, you're going to have more referrals than you know what to do with. So there's a strategy that goes into creating referrals that we're going to talk about in just a minute. But I really think that the reason that most coaches don't get referrals is because results are not their number one priority. And people come into their programs, and even if their sales, especially if their sales process is broken or, or, or pushy, like Mark was talking about before, but even if it isn't, let's just say the sales process is cool. It takes a certain amount of grit and guts and determination and heart and caring to have people in your program and really go to bat to create great results for them. That is very difficult to do. Most coaches and consultants, honestly, don't even try. It's about getting you in the door and then handing you some information and then sending you on your way. So if you can distinguish yourself as being one of the maybe 5%, let's say, of coaches that are dead serious about creating amazing results for, your, for their clients, that right there is 90% of the battle. It really is. Because, because there is a difference between you don't want to be with someone that doesn't care about you, but you also don't want to be with someone that kisses your butt. And if you can, if you can hold that doctor, that, that doctor space like we're talking about, where you're not afraid to call it tight, if you're not afraid to tell people the truth, but at the same time, they understand you're telling them the truth from a place of genuine love and concern, you will have more referrals than you know what to do with. I, I Russ, I, I just love this conversation so much, guys. I really hope you guys are hearing what Russ is, Russ is the truth bombs because guys, it is so important. Russ, when I was like doing research on referrals and why it worked and why most of the time it didn't, there was actually one you'd said, do you really care? And again, the way that I did it is I identified, do you have trust in that person? Meaning I knew some people that were very good at getting outcomes, but they were complete schmucks mm. and, but they were really good at one thing. Let's say an attorney, you know, and it's like, Hey, you're on trial for, for, you know, false this, you want the best attorney. What does that really mean? You want the best outcome. Just like you said, you want the best result. Now, do I trust him to have my back? That was a key component with people that built this. And then the third one, do I have certainty that you understand my problem and that you will go ahead and solve it? Because it's one thing to be able to say, I know the problem and maybe you're really great. But when the, you know, what hits the fan, do I have certainty that Russ Rufino is going to be there in that dark moment of my challenge to hold that space and say, we got this. Mm -hmm. And when you demonstrate that in your group, the talk is the easy part. Everyone talks a big game, but in your group, when you show up that way, then when you go and you know how to ask for referrals down the road, they are more than happy to give them to you because they know you're going to do the same thing for your most important people. Your reputation is what you're protecting. You're not going to give your dad or the other people in the industry you've spent 20 years building a relationship with and turn them over to a schmuck. You're only going to turn them over to people you trust that you have certainty that they can get the outcome and that, you know, and if they're likable, that's, that's a bonus. And most people are trying to build a referral business on likability. So the first place to look guys is what's going on with your clients. Are they getting results? Or are they not getting results? Are, are, do they feel safe and protected? Like you're looking out for them or do they not feel that way? And if they don't feel that way, that's the first place you need to start before you, you, you try to even get into, okay, well, what is the, the right way to ask for a referral, the right way to generate referrals and all that stuff? Because 
like when we got 2 million of our sales last year, mm-hmm. give or take to come from referrals, honestly, we weren't even really trying that hard. It, it mm-hmm. just kind of happened. We would ask here and there. We certainly weren't being scientific about it. We weren't being systematic about it. It just sort of happened. And so, and so the first place to look is what is the relationship with the client and, and, and how are they experiencing your work and are they actually following through and getting results and do they have the feeling that you are looking out for them because you mm-hmm. really are. So that's the first place to look. But beyond that, let's assume that that's cool. Like let's assume that you know your clients are happy, everything is cool. Mark, what is the process, the actual strategy of going out there and creating a referral army? Because you do have to ask. Mm-hmm. There are some people that will do mm-hmm. it anyway, right? Some people do it automatically. Yes. Which is great, so, but there's a lot of people that need a little bit of a push in order to do it. Absolutely, and guys, believe it or not, the a successful referral army doesn't start out there. It starts up here. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing. So if you're ignorant to why it is so important and you don't make it a priority and you don't understand the power of what it could be, that's on you. So I always tell when I work with companies or we do in, in COD is you have to understand it's almost to me, it's a way to keep me in check to make sure I, I enroll with integrity and I enroll up front and I, I'm authentic and I do that and we over deliver in the program. So it's a really great checks and balances on us, you know, to always keep us honest and, and at our best. So first though, make sure if you're sitting out there listening, make sure that you're, you understand how powerful this is. So that's the first thing. Cause I've watched people that, that, kind of go through the motions, like you were saying, you know, they're asked, but it, if they, they just don't, it's, it's not important. They don't understand it. They don't have any energy behind it. Um, I've watched this in countless businesses. The second thing that's really, really important is align your process, the more authentic aligned it can be. Like we've, we've been talking about, meaning you're making, you're getting really clear on the truth in the call. You're not over promising and saying yes to everything. This will do everything. What will it do? Be real. Then in the program, you over deliver, Mm. really give them an amazing experience, really treat them like a fellow human being. Imagine that. And then when you do that, then the third piece is you're going to set the foundation. It's like creating a garden. Now you can plant the garden. And so that's the third piece. But you're right. Everything else needs to be done first. And then when that has been done and it's set up, then you now can start looking, how do I do it? And everyone else wants to skip just to the strategy. But if it's like trying to grow a garden on asphalt, it's not going to work. But if you have a garden that has the right pH in that in that soil and it's been watered and the, and it's aerated and it's deep and it's perfect and it has the right sun exposure, you can plant an amazing garden. It's the same thing here. And everyone I've watched that doesn't make it work, it's because they skip steps one and two and they immediately just want to, hey, give out referral cards. Let's get referrals. And it's again, it's wrong. So that's really the second thing. And then the third one, like I said, is when you're doing this, once you understand how referrals work, right off the bat, you're going to find about 10 to 20. If you do it right and you have that garden set up the right way, you can expect about 10 to 20, maybe even 30% if you really deliver a good value. Those are what I call promoters. Those are people that will be very happy to go ahead and talk about you and get people out there and they're going to be your biggest advocates, but they're hidden. About 20 to 30% are going to give you referrals if you know how to motivate them and about 30 to 50%, depending on how you do, will never give you any. They just don't. It doesn't mean they don't love you, but 
it means that they've got their own stuff to worry about. Right. They'll get to it. They want to a lot of them, but they just never do. And then they realize they already called you anyway, and they got their own challenges. So once you learn how to identify the right type of people and you love them all, let God sort them out. But then you notice, Hey, wow, this one, you know, like Christina, you know, what has she sent us? 27 people pre-qualified, ready to go one person. And uh, the first person I ever saw do this effectively, he, and it was brilliant and he did this, but he, he set up referrals for investors. He said, look, I, he worked with 13 people and made over a million dollars in real estate. That's it. So one referral, he found one ideal client, helped that person buy a bunch of real estate, solved a problem, helped him, you know, investing. Then he said, Hey, Who else do you know that wants this level of expertise? And he goes, I know two other referrals. These guys want to make money and they've watched my success and I'm highly recommending you. So now he had three people. These guys weren't buying one property a year. Once he trained them, they bought five to 20 properties each. Mm -hmm. And then those three got such a great result. Then they had 13 people and he made over a million bucks. So when you deliver and he identified the promoters, then he was able to focus and make a lot of money just by identifying ideal clients. And so then the other ones, there's times that you're going to find people that will give you a lot. That's great. And you can train them. But in reality, to build a referral based business, it needs to be focused on the client so that they want to make sure that you're, you know, when you refer somebody that matters to you, that they have confidence, certainty, and trust in you that you're going to deliver that result for their friend. And that, that's a tough pill to swallow for a lot of people. I know a very big successful company who does not want to ask whether or not their clients get results. It's easier. <laughs> like they're not even, I, they don't even want to know. They don't wow. want to know. They would rather live in the la la land of we're the best. We're the best in the world. Everybody thinks we're the best. But if you talk to the clients, the clients aren't saying that. So it's a lot of hype. That's why they don't have a referral business. That's, that's, uh, that's unbelievable. That's like running a donut store and never asking people, hey, are our donuts any good? You know what I mean? That's like right. results are, are what we're supposed to provide. Now, look, in any coaching or consulting company, obviously it's a two-way street. You know what I mean? That's like right. you got to show up and the client has to show up too. But the way that the way that we set up our business is to say, well, look, it's a two-way street, but we're going to hold up our side of the street better than anyone else on the planet. The best strategy, the best support, the best follow through and all that stuff. And so if you come into the program and you don't get results, it's because you didn't do the work. And, and obviously you can't put a gun to your client's head and force them to do the work. But the way you want to set up your business is so that you're holding up your side of the street better than anybody else on the planet. And, and, and so <laughs> the whole business is oriented around results, mm-hmm. right? That's what people are paying you for is to, is to get a certain outcome. So if it's a business where they're not even tracking that or they're not even measuring or they're not even like asking or have no no sense of whether people are actually getting an outcome or not that's unbelievable it's like having it's like having a restaurant and and people eat your food and you never ask them how it is that's crazy it is but that again it's it's not easy to look and you asked one of the best questions i've ever heard from any ceo in any company i've ever helped and been with and it's does this get our clients a better result that was the question you asked. You did not ask, is it, is it cheap? Does it give us fluff? Does it make us look better? Well, what's the packaging? You asked one specific question. Does it get the client a better result? Yes or no. And then we figure out how to implement it. 
Yeah. And I've, I've watched people, like you said the other day on the Q and a where we were talking about, remember, get the bigger box. It gives perceived belief that there's more in the box. Then you open the box. And there's like a few CDs and give, <laughs> give a bunch of printed out deals. And that was giving the impression of, of value versus what you said. Is it real value? And that's a big distinct difference. Yeah. The other one that people miss is just like anything else. If you can think of one person that really delivered for you in your life. There's something called the law of reciprocity. It's part of the human condition. When somebody saved your life, have you ever seen that, that beautiful story about somebody whose daughter died, unfortunately, and the daughter donated her heart to this other young man. And when the father and that person same to see the authentic tears of that boy who said, thank you, thank you, thank you. Your daughter's life is not, was not lost in vain. I will honor her with every step, but to watch the authenticity, that's law of reciprocity. Mm. And when you will show up for your clients with that much love for their outcome and that person and look past, you know, the, the pimples and their fear and all that, and really love them and over deliver for them. Then what happens is you're instigating a natural law of reciprocity where they want to say, thank you. One of the most common things we get Mark, and, and you see it, you see it guys in the chat where people defend because we, you know, you see their words, you saved my life, you changed and saved my business. Those people want to say thank you. And that's one of the greatest ways they can. And people ask us all the time, how do we say thank you? Because it's more than this. You saved my family, you saved my business. And the law of reciprocity gives them that outlet to say thank you. And it's the most authentic thing they can do. Yeah. So it's something that I want you guys to get because business is our playground. It really is. But results are what separate you from the masses. And when you're willing to do that and love on your clients and bring them outcomes and do the very best that you can, they will know it. And you're now setting the stage for the law of reciprocity to work. And obviously the strategy is important too. But if you don't do that and you're, you're kind of cutting them off of their ability to say thank you. You know – I was thinking about this the other day, and when when you learn direct response marketing, right, which is the kind of marketing that that we do, where you're actually you're actually trying to get people to actually do something in that moment. When you learn that skill and you learn it well and you get very good at it, it it's 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 like a magical power. I mean, it's it's one of those life hacks that changes everything. Where you mm -hmm. you will never ever want for money for the rest of your life. It's, it's an incredible, it's almost a superpower. And especially when you connect direct response marketing to the power of the internet, mm -hmm. where you can actually put that kind of a message, that powerful persuasive message in front of millions of people and track it and see, okay, well, who's buying this and who's buying that and what's working and what's not. It's, it's, it's a license to print money, basically. Mm -hmm. But with that comes, I think, an incredible responsibility that I just think a lot of people don't think about. They, they sit there mm -hmm. and they go, well, well, how can I launch this product? Or how can I get people to buy this product? Or what's, what's the, what's the, you know, say, is it a sales letter or is it a sales video or is it a webinar or, or what's the funnel I should use or what's this or what's that? But they never stop to think about what is the quality that I'm actually delivering to these people. And it's really sad because with great power comes great responsibility. Mm -hmm. If you have this amazing power where you can write words and put those words on the internet and people read those words and then give you money, it's an unbelievable skill. It's an unbelievable power. But 
like any power, it can be used for good to make the world a better place, or it can it can be used to turn the world into some kind of hell. And everything that we're talking about today, guys, is the byproduct of using that power for good. Mm-hmm. It's effective marketing that is selling somebody something that's life changing, not something that's gonna like just take their money and 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 leave them high and dry, but something that's actually life changing, life transforming. And at the end of the day, this is what we want you guys to understand more than anything is you can learn the skill. Sure. You can learn how to do a great webinar. You can learn how to do a great sales call. You can learn how to be a great coach, whatever it is. You can learn how to do Facebook ads. You can learn the marketing piece. But at the end of the day, it's where is your heart at? Are you making the people that you're working with your top priority? Are you making delivering life-changing results your top priority? Or is it just about figuring out what converts so you can make some, so mm-hmm. you can make some money? And, and if you're just building a business based on what converts, I swear to God, you are building a house of cards. And, and I know in the beginning, the temptation is there. Russ, you don't understand. I just got to make some money, man. I just got to get a client in the door. I just got to make something happen. But the more you focus on money, 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 the less of it you're going to make, I swear to you. Mm-hmm. The more you focus on what's the outcome I want to create for people and how the hell can I do that and who do I want to work with and who do I not want to work with and even more than all that, what do I stand for and how am I going to use marketing to create the change that I want to see happen in my clients, to create the change that I want to see in the world. The more you focus on that, the more all this other stuff kind of takes care of itself. You're not Mm going to have to worry about how do I get referrals because they're just going to be there. You're not going to worry about how do I get great clients because you're going to attract clients that are resonating with your high intention as opposed to people that are just like that you could, you could, you know, finesse into giving you a little bit of cash. So I want you to understand that everything that we're teaching you, not just on this show, but on this show, on uh, not this particular episode, but on this show in general, it is all about focusing on the outcome for your clients, period, end of story. And look, you're not a freaking genie. I get it. You can't wave a magic wand and suddenly give everybody a million dollar business or whatever it is. You can't wave a magic wand and save someone's marriage or whatever you're doing. Cool. But what you can do is orient everything in your business in the direction of what is going to get the best results for my clients, from your marketing to your ads, to your webinars, to everything else. And more than anything, that is what we are trying to get you to do. Because if we can get enough coaches and consultants and business owners to do that, we won't even recognize the world a year from now or two years from now, three years from now. And you'll be able to look back at all of the people that you've worked with and all the lives that you've changed. And yeah, sure, your bank account's probably going to be doing really great. But what's going to get you out of bed in the morning is looking back at all those people and saying, God damn, I changed a lot of lives this past year, didn't I? And look at all these people that were stuck and now they're unstuck. Look at all these marriages that were falling apart and now they're not. Look at all these people that were out of shape and, and, and unhealthy. And now they took my nutrition program and then boom, now they're in incredible shape. That is something that will stay with you for the rest of your life. That's something that you can be proud of today, tomorrow, and the next day. And when you do that right, yes, you can get the money too. And you can get the freedom too. And the lifestyle too. So you don't have to have a trade-off. There doesn't need to be this trade-off between, okay, well, this is what makes money and this is what creates results. And I guess I better just choose because if I'm focusing on my clients, it means I'm going to make less money. It's absolutely not true. The more you focus on doing the right thing and doing right by your clients, the more money you are going to make. And everything that we're teaching you on this podcast, on the show, everything we're teaching you in our programs, all that stuff is just about that. How do you make a bigger impact in the world one client at a time? 
So guys, look, if you want to start applying this to your business, if you're picking up what we're putting down, I want to invite you to go to clientsondemand.com forward slash call, because we're going to teach you a system of marketing yourself and marketing your business that is 100% congruent and in line with the person that you want to be and the impact that you want to make. It's not about what's expeditious. It's not about what's going to get you some quick cash today or tomorrow, even though it may very well do that. It's about how do you serve the world in a bigger, more powerful, more wonderful way that draws the right people to you like a magnet so that you can go forth and change lives. So if you want to talk to us about how we can help you do that in your business, I want you to go to clientsondemand.com forward slash talk. Ultimately, this is all about how you are showing up in the world every single day. Are you getting the kind of clients that you want? Are you attracting the right people? Are you enrolling them into your stuff? Are you making a difference in their lives? Or are you sitting there like hiding under your fear and, and under the fact that you just don't know how to do this? We want to set you free from all of that stuff by handing you a really incredible strategy and then holding your hand and walking you through it so that you can look back six months from now and say, oh my God, look at all the lives that I've touched. Look at all the, look at all the, the, the difference that I've made in the world. And that's what we want for you more than anything else. So go to clientsondemand.com forward slash call because we'd love to talk to you about how we can help you make that happen. This is such a great topic. I, I, I just can't love it enough. And the other one too, Russ, I firmly believe this is the future of business. I just do. I know at the deepest core, how do I want to be treated? I want to be treated like what you're talking about. And I know we do. And that's how our clients want to be treated. And it's like, I'm tired of being sold at. I'm tired of being, getting the high pressure sales pitch. I'm tired of it. And I know our, the clients out there are too. For those of you sitting out there, you have to, at some point, may, mark my words, the fastest way to get you to where you want, you want a successful referral-based business that has a lot of referrals, start doing what Russ is talking about. It will change the game. And it feels good for you. It feels great for the client. And it feels great because those people are changing their world as well. The exponential impact is huge. Just as love you, it. As you impact your clients, they are going to go and impact more people. They're going to show up in the world more powerfully, just like you are. And it's this incredible cascade effect where every life you touch is touching more lives and so on and so on, where it's just like this, this incredible, almost waterfall of goodness that starts with mm -hmm. you and then goes down to every client that you work with. It's like, who can say what the ultimate impact of that is going to be. It's like you can't even calculate the amount of good that you're doing in the world when you show up that way. That's what we want to help you do. So go to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. We'd love to speak to you about how we can help you make that happen. Guys, that's going to do it for us today. If you're watching us on Facebook and you want to check these shows out on iTunes, go ahead and search for the Clients on Demand podcast on iTunes. On the other hand, if you're listening to us on iTunes and you want to see us do these shows live on Facebook, then you can go to Facebook and search for me, Russ Rafino, or you can search for our company, Clients on Demand. We'd love to interact with you there too so that you can see us do these shows live. All right, you guys, Mark, thank you so much for your wisdom. Everybody have a great couple days and we will see you on the next show. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to today's show. If you like what you heard and you're interested in seeing if you're a fit to work with Clients On Demand, here's what I want you to do next. Head over to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. That's clientsondemand.com forward slash call and book an appointment to speak to our team. We'll get on the phone with you for about 45 minutes and we'll get you crystal clear on three things. 
Number one, the exact price you should be charging. Number two, the exact target audience you should be going after. And number three, the exact strategy you should be using to reach them. Remember, scaling your coaching or service business does not happen by itself. You need expert guidance to make it happen. Now, we've helped clients all over the world scale their businesses to six and seven figures while enjoying life and making the world a better place along the way. To see if we can help you do the same, head over to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. I'm Russ Rafino, and let's talk soon.